Hey, welcome to the uh, Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at 60 Helmets. Um, today, uh, my co-host is uh, Chase Curtis, as Michael Antonovich is busy composing Monday Kickstart and uh, grounded because last week it was Tuesday Kickstart. I think he just <laughs> went too hard in Vegas. Did he go too hard? Yeah, he Anton up, went way too hard in Vegas. You know, Anton <laughs> ended up like with the medics one night. Oh, no. We'll talk Actually, about that I was that joking, later, but, but yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, so our guest today is uh, Geico Honda's Christian Craig, who uh, is busy preparing for an all-out assault on the 250MX Nationals, correct? I am. I am, and I'm feeling good now. It's been a while since I've was able to like feel good on a dirt bike um been too long so it's finally like start to click and i'm able to do my motos and and tests so you know all smiles when that's when that's possible yeah that wrist is okay now or the yeah thumb my rather? thumb's good i mean it gets sore after some long motos but i think that's normal and it's only going to get better but it's it's able to to withstand all the bumps and and ruts and stuff so um Man, it was, it's been a long road, but I'm putting this thing behind me and, and moving on. Time to, uh, you know, get ready for this, for Hangtown and all the nationals. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, there's a lot of scars going on that arm. And that bump right there, the swelling. Yeah, that one uh, happened today. I swapped <laughs> way too hard. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm pushing it to my limits, and crashes do happen, but I'm not, like, I, people always say, like, I, the crashing you always get hurt but like i'm just trying to get faster and push a little bit harder a little bit more each day and so today i mean i was trying to make one section a little bit quicker and just it throughout you know we swapped and and uh, knocked the wind out of myself a couple seconds but was able to do the next moto fine um just a couple scratches so i'm good and your goggles ended up in your mouth <laughs> yeah when this when you hit the sand you come to a complete stop and i went face first and uh yeah, I, I was, like, chewing on my, my goggles when I got up, which I was like, wait, what's going on? But, uh, no, nah, it's all good. It's uh, it's part of it, and just learn from it. Nice. When, when you're out there, though, it can't be common to do a moto and not go down, though. Like, that place is... Yeah. I mean, the first moto, Cameron went down twice. We were doing a 40, and I crashed out one time, and the second moto, I crashed in a corner, and I, it, it slows your whole momentum down. You know, you're just like... I'm only halfway, and then you start thinking, you're like, I'm tired. I'm, like, physically tired, mentally tired, and then you're like, oh, you got to reset and just hammer out the rest of the lap. So I think it's, like, when you do crash in practice, it's it helps out because in the race, you know, it's hard to mimic a race, but, I mean, that's what we're trying to do. And when you fall, it does get that heart rate up. So mm-hmm. uh, it kind of does help you. Okay. So, I mean, I still don't want to fall. I try to stay <laughs> yeah. on the ground, but it happens. Nice. So, uh well, today is the Monday after the uh, Monster Energy Supercross Finals in Las Vegas. And uh, I didn't head out there because I took a little spill last week and was grounded by the wife. But uh, you were you were there, weren't you? Yeah, we already had a plan with uh, my wife's family and our family to go up there because I was supposed to race. And then obviously New York didn't go good. So we canceled that. And I was just debating on not even going. But since we had all the plans, it was and to be there for the team. Um, and I, I was glad I did go because the team had one of its best nights ever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I find myself getting a little bitter, like when I was standing there, because you know, when you're a racer, you, that's, you want to be that guy standing yeah. with the number one mm-hmm. plate or with the 
a trophy in your hand. So I found myself getting bitter quite a bit. And then I would be like, no, like I can't get better. You know, my time's going to come like be happy for the team because it's been a long road for them. You know, the last title was in 2016. So, mm -hmm. um, it's awesome to see Chase. He's 19 and he already won his first title, so yeah. that's huge for him. And um, I think he's gonna he's gonna be tough outdoors too. So, man, yeah, like I said, it was hard to watch, but uh, I'm just so happy for the team and and how much they mm -hmm. accomplished that night. Chase is like your little brother, right? Didn't he live with you for a while? Yeah, yeah. Like since he was 14, he lived with us on and off. So I'm gonna ask for part of his bonus. Yeah, <laughs> because I helped him out quite a bit i would say them mainly the whoops and he's like one of the fastest in the whoops now so now when i have to race him it pisses me off i'm like <laughs> i shouldn't help them in the whoops but uh you know i love to see the progression that you know riders can get and like i've been helping out with cameron now um mm -hmm. and he had his personal best with the third and before that he's never got a top five so yeah. wow. uh, and he rode unreal you know it was that's who I was most stoked for. I mean, obviously I'm happy for the team, but to mm -hmm. see Cameron accomplish one of his lifelong goals is, is, you know, something I told him to just cherish it and enjoy that moment, you know, cause yeah. uh, it goes by quick and here we are on a Monday and he was doing forties with me. So <laughs> back to it. Yeah. See, I, that's, it's kind of funny that McAdoo got his best career finish in his first podium in his last race on a team, right? So he's, he's privateer for the summer. Yeah, I mean, waiting. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. The situation is, and I feel bad, but um, I mean, that can only help him. Obviously, he's. I think some phone calls will be coming in. Hopefully, um, I hope some teams see that his progression, mm -hmm. um, and give him something either for next year or hopefully for a couple of outdoors or something. But I don't think he's stressing. Um, he's just gonna focus on on just trying to get a ride and and not worry about you know hang town in two weeks so we'll see yeah you know when we were doing that uh instagram live when you're getting ready yeah we were talking i forgot i got because i got all these text messages from jordan burns yeah triple x he's all i want mcadoo on the skivvy team oh, for yeah. a couple outdoors so I, I should at least pass the message <laughs> along he's gotten like a couple offers from some privateer teams but mm -hmm. he i don't know what his deal is but he wants obviously to be on a top tier team so um, I don't think he's stressing too much on outdoors. It's more about getting a ride secured for next year. So um, that's what he's working for. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm supposed to do this at the beginning of the podcast, but 6D Helmets is the presenting sponsor that makes this uh, Kickstart podcast possible. Um, they changed the way we all think about helmets with their uh, omnidirectional suspension and uh, addressing the rotational brain injury uh, uh, you know, problem that exists in our sport, and yeah. you know, I know that right now you're you're in a fox helmet as a team deal, but you, you raced for quite a few years in a sixty, right? Yeah, and I've been with them since they kind of started the first year with the Geico team. I mean, I had never had any complaints with that mm -hmm. helmet; only only good good vibes with it. And um, luckily, I wasn't I never hit my head really in it, so mm -hmm. um, I didn't get to test it out, but. That was the plan. I never want to test out a helmet. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, nothing but good good people over there. Bob, yeah. Bob's awesome. Every time I see him still, it's, it's just, uh, you know, he's a good guy. And, um, you know, hope nothing but the best for those guys. Yeah. Do you know I actually used to work with Bob Weber? 
I know he was at Troy Lee at one point. That's when that. I first met him. Yeah. And uh, when I was at TLD, he was working there. So, yeah, or he was like TLD, the vice right? vice president or something like that. But um, yeah, yeah, Bob's awesome guy. So I was happy to, I think it was four or five years I was in that helmet. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, before that, I actually, uh, uh, when I was editor at Dirt Rider, and then I started that magazine, MX Racer, that's up on the wall. There. Yeah. He was uh, he was the publisher. Ad, that's the cool. Ad guy over that's there. funny. So I've known Bob for a long time, and it's it's funny to think that he he was just thinking about the technology of helmets and wanting to make them better, and yeah. came up with this idea himself. You know, he's not yeah. a yeah. he's not an engineer or really you know. a smart guy, and I yeah. try to just learn from him. You know, because he's so much knowledge. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. So uh, besides the uh, you know watching what transpired with the three Geico Honda teammates at Vegas. What did you think of the misfortune that Adam Cincerillo had? I mean, it's totally heartbreaking. I mean, you and AC are buddies. Yeah. Spend time together out in, out in Florida. Yeah, I can only imagine, I mean, the, the heartbreak that was. Um, I mean, I've never been in a position like that. But to see him go down and – Oh, that one hurt me inside, you know, because the way he's been riding all season, like, that was his title. I mean, you could say that about Forkner, too, but, I mean, he got hurt on his mm -hmm. own. So, um, but, man, Adam, the whole season was unstoppable. I mean, he had a couple bad races, but mainly he just was out front winning. So, that was hard to watch, but, um, I mean, Dylan did what he was supposed to do. He mm -hmm. hole-shotted and rode every lap out front and let the rest play in in his favor hopefully and um man i mean you can't it's hard to to knock on anybody i mean you can't i mean adam that happens it's a dirt bike so you can't uh yeah i mean as soon as you think everything's going right it's just one in the blink of an eye it all changes so yeah it's tough but uh i think he's going to rebound from this and whatever he does next year he's going to be he's, no matter what he's going to be strong on a 450 mm -hmm. 250 and even this outdoor series, he's going to be a title contender. So, um, man, but still just to, to let that one slip away just from a fall. Um, I, th I think if his bike wasn't bent up and yeah. as fast as he got up, he could have made up the, the positions and maybe with one point or something secured it. But, man, that bike was, was demolished. But it was cool to see um, him just stay out there. Mm -hmm. it, he's such a class act. And I haven't seen the interview, but I guess he talked on TV. and Yeah. Kind of just, you know, a lot of the guys would throw their helmet and yeah. and run, you know. It's like, I don't want to talk to anybody, but he owned it. And it's someone that, you know, I kind of look up to, even though I race him. It's just the way he holds himself. Yeah. Um, just so mature and, and uh, yeah, class act for sure. As hard as it was to see him cruise around those laps, uh, it, you can't help but smile when you saw uh, Dylan's just emotion when he crossed yeah. that line. Like, that's... That was, that was pretty rad. Yeah, I didn't know what any of those people were saying, but <laughs> like DV and all those French guys, I'm like, I guess they're happy. Like, I mean, it's, that's an awesome moment for him. Like I said, he led it from start to finish and let the rest play out. And, uh, I mean, I think he knew with one or two laps to go that it was his, maybe even before that, but you could tell he started cruising around and was like he knew it was his and then it kind of sank in and, um, it's cool because I know DV pretty well and, and how much they work together. So mm -hmm. um, DV was just as excited, and uh, it's good for those guys. And, I mean, that's the position I, I work for and want to accomplish. So, 
I think uh, I think one of the coolest things was seeing how emotional Dylan was on the podium. He's crying and everything, but like, yeah, you know, I was, it was kind of funny because on the flip side, Chase was just like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's hard to get emotion out of Chase. Like, yeah. he's either really hey, the best rev- thing about Chase was when he won. Was it? Uh, it was uh, East Rutherford. He won, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> TV caught him, he's all "F yeah" <laughs> when he pulled off. Oh, so the TV caught him saying that? Yeah, yeah I didn't see that. that but uh, one of the best things about, I mean, he was up there holding the number one plate up, and they're like, "Hey, your number one plate's upside down," and he didn't recognize, it, and he was like, just holding it straight up, just smiling, and it was upside down. And so there's a picture of him holding the number one plate upside down, and it's like that's just so Chase, you know? Yeah. It's like he doesn't even realize he's holding it upside down, but it was pretty funny. The star guys had to. To be like, dude, you're holding it upside down. Like, switch it around, and then we finally got it. But, uh, man, yeah, I mean, hard worker for sure, and was there till the end, and it paid off. Mm. So, I think all that, <clears throat> all the champagne that got on him, he got. What was the nickname? Sticky. <laughs> yeah, he got a little sticky from the <laughs> from the champagne. I was hoping maybe he'd take a couple of sips or something of that, but oh, he didn't. No, he does. He's nineteen, yeah, so he can't do Pretty that. He's not touching any of that stuff. <clears throat> but um, yeah, great kid, and you know it's cool for the team. Yeah. So Chase and I were talking earlier. We're like, man, for as nail biting as the two fifty class was, and just all the drama that happened in the firsts and everything. Dude, the 450 main was so boring, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I didn't I mean, Cole was yeah. the only guy that came through, right? I didn't see – we left, like, after the podium celebration of 50. We we uh, ran out of there to try to beat the rush. But mm-hmm. I watched it on TV, and it was pretty much Snoozer. Tomac. Yeah, checked out. And the, uh, the top three pretty much stayed the same the whole time, so – I don't. I don't even think there was anything going on. Dude, I, I think there was no passing inside the top four. Yeah. Like, did yeah. Cole I think Roxon stayed sixth. Sixth. I think Roxon stayed in fourth the whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that stuff just happens too. Also, uh, but I mean, Tomac did what he was supposed to do, and and Cooper managed to get another podium and and wrap it up. So, mm-hmm. man, I mean, that what an amazing season for him. Just the way it all sparked at, at A two and mm-hmm. and it just took off from there. So um, it's that's a that's a season to remember for sure. Yeah. Does it uh, inspire you at all to think that like you and Cooper were battling <laughs> just a couple of years ago? And you, it you does. But you did get the better him at Phoenix. I mean, yeah. To look at the potential that your career still has. Yeah, and I mean, I'm. He had those two years on the 450 where nothing can go right for him, yeah. you know. And I think that's kind of what I'm going through or have been going through. So, um, man, you just gotta look at him and be like, you know, he he rebounded like no other, and no one expected him to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think coming in as an underdog is one of the best. So, I think uh, coming outdoors, that's that's kind of what I'm hoping is just come in under the under the radar and. St- um, you know, take off some good, some good results and just keep it going. Mm-hmm. Do you think, uh, do you think, you know, because you got hurt and you're out, do you think that there's some people that have forgotten about you? Oh, for sure. Um, I've got a lot more haters now on Instagram, like <sighs> so many more page can't take it, but I, I just laugh at a lot of them. Just people that, you know, like to talk crap and, 
ask why I'm, I'm, I'm even on the team. You know, I haven't raced all Supercross season, but these things happen. Um, I just let it fuel me for sure. So, man, it's been a tough year for me, but um, just trying to look at the bright side of, of things. Mm-hmm. What up? What, what do you do with the haters? Do you block them? Do you delete them? It depends. I'll go, like, it depends what they're saying. If it's something just just beyond wrong, I'll just go and block them. Because yeah. then you're like, you don't want to deal with that guy again. And then some of them I'll laugh. Some of them I'll like. I'll like the comments. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'll really like them. Like, that's true. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I did suck at that race. And, yeah, it didn't go good. So I'll like it. But I let that inspire me more than anything. So... I mean, you can't let it get to you. It's just people talking crap. Hmm. It's going to happen. One of the guys I know, like, I know Savachi. I'll see posts, and I'll see someone talking trash, and he'll respond, like, right away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes it gets you fired up, and you're like, no, that's wrong. Like, I'm going to make sure this guy knows it's right. But uh, some of them I'll be like, I'll go and comment on one of their pictures. Like, they'll hate so <laughs> bad on it, and I'll go comment the total opposite. You know, like... Dude, that is like it's a video of a, the guy riding, and I'm like, that's awesome, dude. You're looking, you're looking good. You know, keep it up. Yeah. I mean, you could probably tell I'm being a smart ass, but yeah, yeah. I'm well, just like, you know what? Down, I'm gonna right? kill him with kindness. So, <laughs> I mean, you can't get mad about it. No. So. I think Chase, Chase is a hater on Instagram, are you? You're oh, posting hate comments. Every once in a while. Huh? Yeah. You're hating on my truck. Yeah. Everyone's got those burners yeah. account. The burner account. Yeah, yeah it's have like haters and. You're doing something right, though. Yeah, so. for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's it's one out of every ten good comments, and you yeah. let the ones those ones bother you the most. So, you just gotta like look at the good ones and forget about the bad ones. Yeah, yeah. I was just checking to see because I've got this follower. It hates on Christopher Christopher fifty one sixty one. Give him a shout and he's out. He's got yeah, three, he two. Uh, he's got a lot of followers. But he's got two rainbows, and but the comments he leaves on my side are like. Just like everything. Dreamy negative. looking hunk. Oh, that's oh, the guy. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a little sweetie. Okay. Yeah, he always oh, comments all this stuff. Too. Yeah. Yeah. He like <laughs> Yeah, this is the one. It was a picture of me, Alex Ray, and Coors Light Curry at the two stroke race, and he's all dreamy looking hunks. <laughs> with a rainbow. I mean, fly. I'd have to agree, you know. <laughs> and I, I, dreamy. I commented back, uh Aries the only hunk in the photo and he shaves his butt crap. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Nationals, Yeah. what are your thoughts about uh, Glenn Helen being gone and being replaced <laughs> by Fox Raceway? I mean, we talked about that this yeah. morning. But, you know, I mean, Glenn Helen has been a location of plenty of bad luck for you. I mean, yeah. you go very well there. You It just doesn't end dude, well. Dude, <laughs> the thing is, is like when I think of you at Glenn Helen, I think of not the year that – who landed on you, RJ? No, I hit uh, Jordan Smith. Jordan Smith, yeah. but the year that you were killing in the 450 class. Yeah, was that last was year. 17. Yeah. Two years ago. 17. You were yeah. on your way to finishing third overall, I think. Yeah, that was going to be my first overall podium with like a 4-2 or 4-3. So. Yeah, now weird crash in the sand. Yeah, the smallest fall and uh, broke my hand. But three years in a row of doing that, um, it, it does get to you in your head, but I like to go back to places and, and get revenge. Like that was one of, after I tore my ACL this year, that was one of the first places I went back to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't let that stuff kind of like bug me. It's like, if it was on the schedule, I'm fine with it. But if not, I'm also really fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, 
I like Fox Raceway. I, I think it's a good layout, and um, I never raced there, but I went there in 2011 was the last time they raced, and, man, that place got rough. I remember mm. that track just being so hammered and, and chewed up, so I expect it to be the same thing, and um, I think it's a good venue now that, that Fox has taken it over. Mm-hmm. Um, they've turned turned it into some you know really a really good there's, track and but the facility itself is yeah. awesome there's yeah a like playground jagger can play at that's what i was saying it's like yeah i went in there um for the cow classic and i'm like do they have a playground like all this <laughs> stuff and it was just so cool to see and i mean more crush more tracks need to like look at that yeah. you know and it make it more of because a it makes it more uh appealing for dad to bring mom and the kids on a weekend right exactly dad can can go hammer the vet track and the kids can go play on the swing Mm -hmm. so yeah it's awesome what they've done to that place and i I look forward to that to that race um uh, yeah but glenn helen uh i still go there every thursday but the race can uh (laughs) hopefully (laughs) yeah hey the layout this weekend at our swap motor race was pretty badass i wonder if it's like I rode, I rode there Thursday, so... Yeah, that tight okay, infield yeah. section. Yeah, does it cool. had, like, those bank turns before yeah. the finish? Yeah, I yeah. like those a lot. Like, yeah. I went there in the afternoon, and it was really good. All the dirt pushed up, so you can just go and rail those corners. So mm-hmm. I like how they switch up the layouts quite a bit. It's not just mm-hmm. one track. Um, you go there on any Thursday, and you're like, oh, there's a new turn, or there's a new jump. So yeah, yeah. I can't really knock on that place too much. Yeah, when I went there for the two-stroke world championships, the <laughs> yeah. bicycle race... Uh, but two or three weeks ago during practice i was like god this track sucks it's got no flow it's yeah. so eh, eh, eh. yeah and you know i was like of course i was like oh jody jody designed this this track sucks but dude it was really fun to race on yeah and so like yeah man. i like how I mean, Glen it's always worse in the mornings when it's smooth and deep mm-hmm. and you get there at like two o'clock and it's rough but it's it has a flow to it so yeah. it's almost better when it's rougher I so, don't, I don't understand how you guys like that place. I just my skill it's hard. level's not up there. Yeah, yet. you grow to like it. You know, <laughs> it's like you have to. If you're on a team and you're trying to race professionally, the team's going to want you there at three in the afternoon testing yeah. suspension. <laughs> you can't go there with a a bad look at it. You just got to go there and do your motos or your testing. And I've grown to like it. So, I mean, it's a great track for for testing. Going all the downhills get really chewed up. So, mm-hmm. um, man. But my brother always said, if you get your suspension to work well at Glen Helen, it won't work well anywhere else. It like, <laughs> Even, needs yo, its own yeah. suspension setting. True. That is true. And and so you got to take that and you got to be like, okay, like it's decent here, but how is it going to be in the deep stuff in Hangtown or Thunder Valley? So mm-hmm. it's hard to, uh, you got to take it both ways. So yeah, we'll see. Is it hard to get excited for the Nationals because they're so rough and hot and <laughs> like i mean I, I could see the appeal for supercross because yeah. it's you know glitz and glamour but yeah like, but i've i mean i've barely raced i missed outdoors last year i only rode two rounds mm-hmm. and then the year before i got hurt for a couple rounds the year before i was out all season so i do get excited now it's like you know i want i want to go back to thunder valley i want to go back to all these tracks that i've been missed for the three years so mm-hmm. um i look forward to it now but i'm sure the guys that raced all 17 supercrosses are dreading that mm-hmm. yeah. the Hangtown day um you know it's just it's a grind so you got to feel for those the 450 classes what one week off and it's right back to it so 
Um, I mean, most of the guys that raced on Saturday were all testing today at Glen Helen and on a Monday. So literally there's no break. I mean, that's it's so wild to me. Yeah, that it's crazy. Switch like that. And it's, it's all testing this week. And then, you know, we leave on Wednesday next week to, mm. to get up for press day. So it's going to come quick and yeah, it's got to stay mentally strong and just, and be ready and excited for it. Yeah. Is, is, uh, is it an advantage for you right now having sat out Supercross? Like you're coming in excited and fresh, you think? I think uh, mentally it's exciting, but physically, obviously, I'm st- still not 100%. Like mm-hmm. you could, like, I mean, Hunter Lawrence has been riding outdoor for quite a while now. So I think physically he's more than ready. Mm-hmm. Um, but then racing is a whole different thing. So you could practice 30s all day, but then you line up and. Sometimes you don't feel ready, but, um, mentally I'm excited, like beyond excited to just need some more laps on my belt. And that's kind of what I'm doing is just doing motos each, each time I ride and the longer, the better, like more seat time. Um, the better I feel each day, it just keeps improving. So I think, I mean, 14 days or less now is you can only improve so much in that time, but I think I'm going to start with a good base and each race I can improve. So, um, that's my goal. You know, Hunter, when he went out to the uh, Cal Classic, yeah, I was thinking that was kind of gnarly. Like he had a, he had a lot to gain to get gate time and stuff. Yeah, but there was also a lot to lose there, wasn't there? Yeah, I mean that was a uh, so many top amateur kids, and he could he could have went there and got worked by them. I yeah. mean, obviously, he's faster, but and he did he won most of the races, but um. He's a, that was pretty crazy to do. Like not Mm. a lot of pros will go and do that nowadays. Um, But, you know, that's, I think that's really cool that he did do that and it's only going to help him for the outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's funny you say that, but like when I was younger and starting my career as a journalist, I mean, you used to see top level guys do local races on the weekends, you know? Yeah. How come you don't see that so much anymore? Like, I mean, I remember the, golden state nationals and stuff and like dude ward omara lachine johnson they were all out there i mean yeah i just don't know if like was the series as long as it is now like supercross and motocross like this mm, well back then it was funky because remember it would it would middle switch of, right then the middle of supercross they'd have games <laughs> yeah so it's like it just depends how the schedule was um no one's going to, I mean, we have one week off usually. There's yeah. never like multiple weekends off. And so on those week, one weekends off, you're not going to want to go to a dirt bike track and, and line up at a local race when you have yeah. to race in, in seven days. So yeah, I mean, off season, I, I'm all for it. Like off season, uh, Europe races. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, man, all that kind of stuff. Like I love to, to just keep racing. I don't like like mm-hmm. off season. I don't want to just not race, just test. Like I want to go get some gate time and, and keep it keep busy you know yeah there is something to be said for race pace as opposed to balls out practicing right yeah it's huge um you can think you're more than ready because you've been doing 30s at your pace but then you go line up and it's a whole nother another ball game i mean um you got to be ready mentally because mm-hmm. there's going to be times where you're like wow like i'm that far off or you know stuff like that um that you just got to prepare for so you know it's 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 tough to uh think you're prepared but it never you never know until the gate drops mm-hmm. 
Will we see you this summer then at some Swap Motor Live race series? <laughs> Uh, if there's two weekends off or something in, in the series, yeah, let's let's line up. I wanted to, uh, if my thumb was a little bit better, I wanted to line up at one of the series like this past couple weekends, but uh, I just, I'm still not 100% with it. So I'm just yeah. like, I'm almost taking more time off. And then when the days I do ride, I make sure I do the long motos and yeah. then I give it a rest for a day or two. So, I mean, I wish I could do three days in a row or race on the weekends and be ready for Monday, but it's just not there yet. Yeah. Yeah, you've come out to race before. You came out to Comp Edge, right? No, Glen Helen. I came out. I didn't. Oh, you yes, did I raced at Comp Edge. You raced Comp yeah. Edge before. That was like my last, Right before you retired. Right before I got <laughs> dropped from TLD. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Hunter came out to Paris. And in four starts. I think he was last going in the first turn four times. Yeah, I don't think Euros he, are good at, at concrete he, starts. He right? never started on concrete, I think. <laughs> but, uh, oh, this phone is ringing. I don't know. Um, what's your favorite track on the national tour? Which one do you look forward to the most? Are you uh, saying Denver? Yeah, right? I'd say Lakewood. Um, is your bike slower there? It's a lot slower, but everyone's a slower, so yeah. it almost it's just even. You know, it's okay. just you got to get used to like. There's no torque at a corner, so it's mm -hmm. all about rolling momentum. But um, I just like the how it's where it's located, the dirt, everything mm -hmm. about it. Um, it gets really rough there and like really rutted. But just the whole feeling there um, mm -hmm. is awesome, and it, always a huge turnout too. So Colorado is like one of my favorite states. I don't know why. Um, every time I drive through there, there. Coors. All, yeah, that Coors is one of the biggest reasons. No. <laughs> Uh, mountain biking there is cool, so it's just little things like that that yeah. you know make you want to go back. Why did uh, why did you kill it so bad when you came out of retirement there? Was it all those factors and you loved it? No, or it was. was it, you were just so anxious. I think I was just beyond ready to prove a point. Yeah, and I'm almost at that point again. You know, it's like I haven't yeah, raced in how long, to, and I'm that? so fired up. But it can go either way for you. You know, it's like you. You can be so fired up and and then be too too anxious and ride like crap, or mm -hmm. you can do what I did in '15 and let it show. So mm -hmm. um, trying to get that fire back. I mean, I've never lost it, but um, man, that was a good day for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I remember when we were watching the results from that. I think I wasn't at that race, but I was watching it on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm just all. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, dude. no one expected that, and that was the coolest thing. It's like I had team managers walking by, and I was like, welcome back. <laughs> you know, they're like, okay. Like, I qualified first, and then people were just like, wait, what is this, you know? Yeah. What's going on? But that was a, you know, that race sparked me to uh, keep this, this career going. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. What's the plan right now for your career right now like are you hoping to go 450 next year or do you resign for next year already, right yeah i'm like in a contract right now for next year but um i mean anything pops up like i want to i want to go factory 450 mm -hmm. and that's the plan is like i still think i have a good five years maybe even more left in me and i want it to be all you know on the big bike so yeah. um I don't even have that many starts on a little bike. It's crazy. Like you look at all my overall starts and yeah. I almost have more races on a 450. And yeah. Outdoors. Because you were on a wow. 450 outdoors before you retired. Yeah. And I, last year when I filled in, I rode more 450 supercrosses than 250. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, people are like, you know, it's time to move up. And I'm like, I kind of have been, you know, it's just <laughs> been a fill in thing, but 
that's the plan. I, I want to go 450, and and I think I prove it this summer. I, uh, why not? Why can't I be on a factory 450? So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your thumb a little bit. I feel like that's an injury that's really that's overlooked. Yeah, because that's crazy to injure something that's you're holding on with. Like that's it's yeah. Very and then overlooked. you look at Jesse Nelson doesn't have a thumb and raced. True. So. Yeah. Props yeah, to him how on. he did that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm almost at that point. This thing, two surgeries, it's, like, ready to fall off. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was tough. First time, obviously, it's like I thought it was just the stupidest little break. You know, I'm like, I'll be good in three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then it was six weeks later, I still had pins in there. And I'm like, all right, can we, like, get going? Pulled the pins out, and I was like, I couldn't even grip stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is not good. Tried to race, obviously, didn't go good. Ended up breaking it again just by not even doing anything. Like, I never felt it break. It just, uh, I went in for an x-ray. I'm like, something's not right. And you can tell. I, I could see it right away. It was broke mm-hmm. still. So it's annoying. But um, I've been through this stuff before. So I just think, uh, you know, this was just it meant to happen, I guess, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just be ready for outdoors. And, and I have next year to uh, try to get that title. Is this the same one you broke on the 450 at Glen Helen two years ago? No, that was a different hand. Different hand. It was, yeah, the top of my hand. That one was easy. That was literally two weeks, and I was back on the bike. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I was thinking with the thumb, anything with the hand kind of heals quick, but it was total opposite. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and it's my throttle hand, so made things even worse. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's been annoying, but I'm starting to see progression finally, and that's that's the goal. It's funny how – Riders tend to have one thing they always fall on or injure. Like Don hits his head every time yeah. he falls, and he goes straight to your hands. My head's heavy. <laughs> Literally, I broke my hand twice, my wrist, and my thumb now. Um, I guess I'd like to punch the ground or something. <laughs> but, I mean, literally, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good to go now. I am put that stuff behind me and, you know, stay healthy. That's the goal. Cool. Well, let's see. So it's Monday. Wednesday we've got the well tomorrow you're going to the hundred percent yeah uh, goggle launch so hundred percent's debuting something new <laughs> we probably can't talk about but you've probably ridden in it right no I haven't yeah I don't. have you seen it yeah it's pretty I've cool. seen the product I'm not yeah. gonna say anything <laughs> but um yeah I'm look I, I think it's gonna be cool and it's gonna be it's huge for sure for the for hundred percent so we're going to that for the launch and then Wednesday's like a media day at Paula yeah. And we get to try the pro track. Um, it's probably going to be packed with pro riders. Um, Gigantic lap jumps. times. You probably spend more time in the air than on the ground. Yeah, yep. yeah. It so that's Paula, but uh, it's good. We're going to get some testing in, and then uh, yeah, literally, it's next week at this time. I'll be getting ready to mm-hmm. head out. So. So what do you do this coming weekend? Do you enjoy the weekend with your family, or is it back at the track grinding somewhere? No, I, it's like Friday I'll ride, and then it's it's let this uh just chill this weekend and regroup and and get one or two more days on the bike and and head out so um i think it's only three races in a row and then you get a weekend off so it's nothing too crazy it's not like supercross where it's just non-stop so yeah is denver around three yeah Yeah. so um yeah i'm excited i'm ready to uh get racing it's been a while so let me guess this weekend you'll be at irvine spectrum Probably. No, probably this week. That's where we like to hang out. Where? You know, that's our spot. This week? No, this week. 
Oh, this week. This week. Yeah. We like to go during the week, so weekends oh. are packed. Weekends are packed, yeah. You go to Dave & Buster's? We have been before. Yeah, yeah. Jagger fun. loves that place, but we we don't can't stand it. My dad was saying you, like back a couple a couple years ago, you couldn't go there unless you were over twenty one. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's full of kids now. Yeah. Jagger loves it. <laughs> Spend all of our money it's trying like to get toys. It is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese is too much for me. Can't yeah, every that. time every time you guys post something, you're always at Irvine Spectrum. It is. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> spot. We go there. We don't even buy anything. Like we don't shop. Just hang out. Yeah, it's we like go on the. Uh, What's that fair, is that a fair? Yeah, thing, and then right? they have these little places like for kids, and Jagger just likes to walk around, run around, and play. And then we have a good place to eat there. So, what the veggie grill? No, that place is gross. Uh, Javier's. Oh, Javier's Mexican food. Mm. It's a spot. That's the place that Myrtle's always posting about. Probably, but isn't his somewhere else more? Is it on the beach? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. There you go. A little bit more fancier. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, uh, we're gonna. We'll, wrap this up it's coming up on uh 40 minutes now so dude it was great watching you ride this morning um i think chase and i were both impressed with the way you stood up around that whole damn track <laughs> yeah. uh, you kind of have to on that one yeah well i guess you'll see it in the helmet cam don't put my crash on there though oh no <laughs> no let's let's keep that away how about when you like pulled your goggles off and the visor fell down <laughs> next to the coyote about the, yeah the picture you sent me i think you sat my no, visor down dude, next to that your visor was next to a no. coyote turd <laughs> so yeah we'll keep that one off the internet okay yeah well uh yeah for uh, Chase Curtis and Christian Craig, this is Don Maeda thanking you for listening to the uh, Kickstart podcast presented by 60 Helmets. See you next week.